Welcome to Apaga University. I'm Inga. And I'm Julie. We are two entrepreneurs who have built an in-home care business from the ground up, guided every step of the way by God's care and fueled by agape love. 16 years later and over 100 podcast episodes already under our belts, we invite you to continue on this journey with us as we share stories that resonate, insights that inspire, and practical guidance that empowers you to face any obstacle along this path. Whether you're a professional caregiver, a family member, or are simply curious about what your steps will be when you need them, you have come to the right place. Oh, hey, and while you're here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And after that, make sure you send this to a friend. Yes, do it. All right, we'll quit fooling around and get to it. Let's go. Class is in session. Hello, sunshines, and hello, tuna. Oh, tuna. <laughs> hello, Inga. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> it's been a, it seems like it's been Take a while. Take two, right? Oh, funny. Yeah, it's been a while, but we're, we're here. We're here. Let's talk about some real interesting stuff today. Yes, interesting and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to become our middle name. But it is a thing. A thing. And it probably needs to be addressed. So it leave it to us. We'll just get Learn it done. Learn it out there. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, knowing that the topic that we're t- going to be talking about includes some challenges, um, what are what's a challenge that you're facing these days? You know, a challenge that I have lately is just um, trying to get everything done during the day that I need yeah. to get done. It, I know that they say God gave everybody 24 hours and that's what you're supposed to work with, but dang. <laughs> I, I am feeling the same exact way. I, I just feel like I'm spun out. So yeah. I'm looking a little spun out. It's true. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I don't know how there's so and much busier more to and do. Faster and busier and faster. It's just crazy. I really thought when I became an empty nester, back up. Yeah. My, but <laughs> in the sand and my toes in the water and eat bonbons yeah. and it's not not the, not the case not happening yeah well that would be what I would agree just the biggest challenge is just trying to find the time to get everything done that needs to get done yeah and then trying to give yourself grace when it doesn't get done you know because what I'm struggling with is because by the time I get done with here with a, a day of work and then I, I run home and I get chores done and I make dinner and, and do whatever I have to to just keep the house going, mm-hmm. then I have maybe a little bit of time to just sit. I just sit there and freak out about the things I'm not doing. I know. And this is like, oh my goodness. Am I I'm, supposed to be sitting? I'm think wasting I'm to half be an hour. And I think that's like a, a like a neurosis of some sort. An itis or an osis or an isis or there's something going on and with you? Probably neurosis. What's no. neurosis mean? When you got something in your head really messing with you. Oh, yeah, it's definitely that then. <laughs> we both have it. <laughs> but really, we've got to learn to be able to enjoy time down and not feel bad about it. I know. Not feel guilty. I'm looking forward to this weekend. I get to go um, to a little bit of a family reunion oh, at my dad's what? place on the river. And uh, so there will be it, you there will be nothing to do but relax oh those are the best sometimes mm-hmm. you have to literally get away yep because if you're at home or here forget it yeah <laughs> yep so we're gonna give it a whirl we'll see if I'm any good at it oh it'll take you a day <laughs> to quit spinning as you go backwards yep <sighs> big breaths <laughs> oh my gosh speaking of big breaths we were actually just at a, a sheep show in Reno mm-hmm. and one of the girls that shows our lambs um, she was get, just getting so wound up. And so we told her, you know, it's okay. You just need to, to take a big deep breath. And so in the middle of the show, she literally stepped off of her sheep, just visibly took this gigantic, big, deep breath, 
let it all out and then went back to work. Oh, and it was just awesome. I'm like, if everybody in the world could do that, uh-huh. because we all say to do that, uh-huh. but we don't actually do it. And I'm like, this little gal, like she has it figured out. Just literally <laughs> stop, step back, yes. take a breath and then resume. Yep, exactly. So that's, that's my new thing. I'm going to do a Halsey and take a <laughs> breath when I start to spin oh. out of control. Oh, that's what we'll call it. Hey, yeah. take a Halsey. Take a Halsey. There you go. <laughs> Nice. Well, anyway, so you brought to us the verse Chronicles um, chapter 16, verses 10 through 12. Mm-hmm. And it goes like this. Glory is his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Look to the Lord in his strength. Seek his face always. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles, and the judgments he pronounced. Let's pick that one because I like it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I like it too. <laughs> That's it. No more explanation needed. We like it. We did it. We liked it. We did it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If you guys have verses that you want us to share, um, please get those emailed. You can send them to the caregiven podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Send us your favorite verse. We'd love to share it on the air. Yes, indeedy. Would you bring us for an uplifting story? Oh, my word. Can't wait till Alyssa gets these on the spiel so that, where are they? Not a spiel podcast no went down at oh notes. the show notes show notes because they're <laughs> hilarious oh nice okay so the first one is uh, a rescued dog is known for his hilarious agility runs and it changed <laughs> his owner's life and so this lady gets this rescue dog and then takes it to like one of the world's biggest dog shows okay. and what they tried to do is get this dog to do the agility so up and down and through the the <laughs> the tunnels and on and on and on. And that dog <laughs> moseyed around, stopped in the middle of the tunnel because everybody's waiting for it to just come running through. <laughs> and it's like stuck in the middle there because somebody must have, have smelled something. <laughs> and then as it ran out, it then did a few little twirly whirlies, not what the course was at all, and then came back and got back into <laughs> the, 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 the tunnel. And anyway, basically... Um, everybody in that whole place and it was a really important show was dying it's just so funny to know that even in this big show that everybody could needed to have a little bit of comedic relief you know (laughs) um but anyway she um had been going through some real personal struggles got this puppy started showing it and it is just a showboat (laughs) and it's so cute to to watch it you're gonna have to watch um his name um Kratu, K-R-A-T-U is his name, Kratu. And um, so anyway, it's just really funny. The, the, the word Kratu actually means strength. Oh, nice. And that's why she named her dog that because Aww. it helped her have the strength to go through what she personally was going through. But then as I'm watching that one, the, narr- the very next flick, which I'm not into dogs like that. I mean, I love my dogs, but not that. Some people are so into them. But... Then the very next clip was this border collie that just smashed all of the records <laughs> in the world for that same agility course oh, wow. in like 28 seconds. Oh, wow. And um, so anyway, I thought that it'd be really funny if um, we could get those in the show notes. To <laughs> so, have a, to, This is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> and this is Julie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I bet the whole... The whole um, audience just thought that was the best thing in the world. Yeah. Because I think you probably take yourself really seriously oh, at an event at like that. At a big show like that. <laughs> and, and, then and for you, the dog just to have the time of his life. Completely out of control while your dog is, <laughs> I can't believe it didn't actually stop and just poop too. You know? <laughs> it's just 
being a dog. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Cool. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see those too. They're so cute. Yes. Well, I'm going to read you guys the story of LNO Farms, and it's not as uplifting as what you have because <laughs> there was some tragedy in it, um, but it is something that turned itself around and is pretty cool. Mm. So every Saturday, Jenna Fornell and her family offer the produce from their garden to the local community. 30 pounds of fresh fruit and vegetables adorn an old wooden table whilst locals gratefully come and take their fill. The miniature farm stand was created in 2020 during the midst of the pandemic where neighbors could interact um, with each other at a time when social contact was kept to a minimum. The idea for the farm came from Jenna's youngest son who passed away in 2019. Um, While the family was grieving the loss of their son, Ole, they were touched by how the neighbors rallied around. People brought us food for months. People checked in all the time. And I was so struck by the ways in which a community, both people that I knew, but also strangers just lifted us up. Mm. So in 2018, prior to the pandemic and Oli's death, both Oli and his brother, Leal, started to become interested in gardening. The two brothers planted flower seeds in their garden. That was the first year that we had a bunch of flowers, Jenna said. It was Oli's idea to cut the flowers and sell them by the curbside to raise money for the animal shelter down the road. After Oli passed away, Jenna came across an assignment that he had completed for school. He was asked what he would do if he had $100 to spend. Mm. He wrote that he would use the money for the animal shelter. He talked about how he'd use that money to buy dog beds and leashes and food for the dogs that needed homes, Jenna recalled. Oli's kind-hearted words triggered something in Jenna, who asked, "Um, We thought, what's a way to keep the spirit of loving kindness alive in our own lives and for others? The family decided they wanted to give back. They expanded their garden, planting more seeds and growing more produce. The garden was named Eleanor Farms after Lil and Oli. Mm -hmm. Eleanor Farms has had a positive impact on the community. Locals are enjoying delicious free fruit and vegetables, including greens, eggplants, mini watermelons, beans, and peppers. People are also becoming active in their community, having conversations with neighbors that they've never spoken to before. Oli's mom, Jenna, spoke of the positive impact it had during the pandemic. We had created this space for getting to know people and building our own new stories for ourselves and our lives at a time when we really needed that. And I think everyone did. Love cool, that. Huh? So cool. Yeah. Sounds like that Oli was a pretty cool cat. Oh, yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, Julie. Yes. What are we talking about today? Oh, Lordy almighty. We're going to talk about urinary incontinence. Oh, goody. (laughs) It's a thing. It is a thing. It's a thing that a lot of people struggle with. Mm -hmm. And not just necessarily even the the elder Um, people. You know, there are people that um, have had a surgery or a a hundred kids. You know, (laughs) stuff happens to weaken the walls of your bladder and all of that. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll be focusing mostly on our older folks. Mm -hmm. But um, what's really, um, to me, I see so many people dealing with this and I don't know how. Um, because uh, they just don't know of the products out there or they're embarrassed to even talk about it. Mm -hmm. So um, we're just going to blurt it out and we're (laughs) going to talk about it today. Yes. And um, a lot of my home visits, we do end up saying, okay, what can we do if you have urgency? What can we do? Are you doing this to protect Mm -hmm. the chair? How about um, what kind of undergarments are you wearing? Mm -hmm. And um, so it's, it's, Little things can really make this a lot easier to deal with. For sure. So I think um, basically just to kind of define it, I guess Mm -hmm. urinary incontinence means that a person will leak urine by accident. Right. And I know over the years, um, we've had a lot of people that clients that we've served who 
really their whole life revolves around that. And so it's, it's neat to me to learn about new products and things that are available so that you don't have to stop your life. You don't have to just stay at home by your own bathroom. You know, you can get out and go and enjoy because there are products available that can help, um, well, and we actually have a, um, a room full in, in the basement of <laughs> yes. uh, pads and, and we don't like to call them diapers. I, I call them, you know, just a panty yep. um, because there's pull-ups, there's, there's ones that hook at the side. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's uh, so many different varieties of, and I'll tell you what, and even for men, mm-hmm. there's pads, you know, you, anything from just a, a panty liner mm-hmm. to a bigger, thicker maxi pad mm-hmm. to the whole get up. Yep. So that we have all of that, but I about fell off my chair and I didn't have a chair at the time, <laughs> but <laughs> when I went to the grocery store, the, the convenience store the other day, I walked by a display and they were selling the panties to younger people that would be like out on a boat all day or somewhere where they wouldn't be able to get to the bathroom. And it showed all these people just standing there kind of with their legs a little bit wider peen in their pants because this product was guaranteeing that they could hold up to X amount. Holy smokes. Yeah. Huh. I don't know that I'll be trying that. And I think they were up probably about 20 bucks. Oh my gosh. And I'm just like, huh? Weird. That is different. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the other thing is there were some of them were gone. <laughs> so I was like, who's going to Somebody buy is having who's a heck of that? a party. <laughs> There are, people are actually buying those. Wow. Okay. okay I've, I've heard of criminals actually using them to, um, because they have a, like a long trip plan to get to wherever the crime's going to be. So they put on those oh. yeah, <laughs> panties and just hit the road. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet. No, no, no. I am a concern. My youngest child was 10 pounds, seven and a half ounces when she <laughs> popped out. So maybe down the road I'll have an issue, but uh, we'll talk about that later. So there you go. <laughs> so basically what happens in the body that causes some of those bladder control problems? So located in the lower abdomen, the bladder is the hollow organ that's part of the urinary system, which also includes the kidneys, ureters, and urethra. Um, during urination, muscles in the bladder tighten to move urine into the tube-shaped urethra, urethra. And at the same time, the muscles around that relax and let the urine pass out of the body. When the muscles in and around the bladder don't work the way that they should, um, urine can leak and that can cause incontinence. It can happen for a lot of different reasons. Um, Urinary tract infections, vaginal infections or irritations, constipation. Why did I get this paragraph to read? Some medications can (laughs) cause bladder control problems that last a short time. Um, and when it lasts longer, it mm-hmm. can be due to things like weak bladder, pelvic floor muscles, um, overactive bladder muscles, even damage to nerves that control the bladder from diseases, diseases such as like multiple sclerosis. I am really struggling. <laughs> um, diabetes, Parkinson's, and also diseases such as arthritis might even be able to make it difficult to get to the bathroom on time. Right. <clears throat> there can be prolapses with the pelvic organ. Um, and this is when the pelvic organs, such as the bladder, rectum, or uterus will shift out of their normal place. And basically when they're out of place, then the bladder and basically the system's not able to work how it's supposed to. Right. So basically when your plumbing gets out of order, it causes problems. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it can be a big, big problem. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said, we were, um, this isn't just for our elder people. Um, but one time when my, my oldest child was, um, little, she Mm -hmm. was having, um, 
your uh, quite often urinary tract infections. Mm-hmm. And so we were trying to figure out why, mm-hmm. you know, we did a test to see if her little parts were too small so that it was too close that right. there was infection, uh, not infection, but um, contamination mm-hmm. from one area of the body to the next and all that. <laughs> we, so we go through this test and we're trying to figure out how much can her bladder hold and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she goes to school after one test one day and she comes home and she goes, oh, darn it. And I said, what, honey? And she goes, I forgot to tell the kids. And I said, forgot to tell the kids what? And she goes, you always have to wipe from the front to the back. (laughs) And I was like, oh, out of the mouth of kindergartners. (laughs) Forgot to tell the kids. And I said, you know, honey, there are some things that we don't have to talk about. But I did call the uh, the teacher and say, "Uh, if she's talking about any of that, it's because we're going through this right now. And the teacher was like, thanks for letting me know, because I would have (laughs) wondered. Announcement, everyone. Oh, I forgot to tell the kids. Hey, it was good information. She just wanted to make sure everybody knew. (laughs) Nice. Very nice. Yeah. So basically, um, most incontinence in men is actually related to the prostate gland. Right. And can be um, caused by prostitis or injury or damage to the nerves or muscles, possibly from surgery. Right. And or enlarged prostate glands. So if you're having a problem, it, it might be worth looking into trying to figure out why. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there's definitely things that um, we can look at to fix, to do medications. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the other night, I, I hate getting up in the middle of the night to go through the bathroom. Too. If I have to do it more than once, I'm just mad, right? Same. So the other night, though, I was so hot. It was just icky. I just drank and drank and drank water. I probably got up five or six times. I was just mad about it. Mm-hmm. But... Um, that was a one-time thing where I was cranky. Some people do that on the, every, yeah. every night. Um, but this is really interesting because there's different kinds of incontinence. Mm-hmm. Uh, stress incontinence occurs when the urine leaks as pressure is put on the bladder, such as during exercise, coughing, sneezing, laughing, or lifting heavy objects. It's the most common type of bladder control problem in the younger and middle-aged women. Um, it also may begin later around the time of menopause. Mm. Urge incontinence happens when people have a sudden need to urinate and cannot hold their urine long enough to get to the toilet. It may be a problem, um, as you said, diseases such as diabetes, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, and stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, overflow is, uh, happens when small amounts of urine leak from a bladder that is always full. A man can have trouble emptying his bladder if an enlarged prostate is blocking the urethra. Diabetes and spinal cord injuries can also cause this type of incontinence. Mm-hmm. I think we had a client one time that he was going to the bathroom all the time, but it was only just a small amount. Mm-hmm. And once they did that test, he had like 1,600 cc's. I mean, that poor dude had a balloon yeah. in his uh, big size in it, where his bladder was supposed to be, and he because it wouldn't allow it him emptying. to empty. Mm-hmm. Oh, the pain. Can you even imagine? Oof, and nope. then that constant feel that you need to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Oh, you wouldn't think <clears throat> of anything else. It's worse than stepping on a Lego. Oh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Functional incontinence occurs in many older people who have normal bladder control. They just have a problem getting to the toilet because of arthritis or other disorders that make it hard to move quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Stress incontinence, urge, overflow, and functional incontinence. Mm-hmm. So really interesting. So what you have to do is figure out which of those do you have. Right. And when we do the home visit, we always talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had problems with people that um, it is such an effort for them to get up and out and move to the bathroom mm-hmm. that they'll just sit there 
and, and pee in their chair. Right. So what are we <clears> going to do about that? Because then the next portion of your incontinence issues is a whole different topic that we sure. can talk about would be skin breakdown, mm-hmm. reoccurring UTIs, uh, just smell. Yeah. All of that. So, so many issues. You know, let's talk about, well, have you tried to put somebody on a toileting routine? Like a schedule, yeah. Yeah. Um, what can we do? Can we put a, uh, a, a the mobile toilet? What is it? Uh, <laughs> commode. Commode. <laughs> a mobile toilet. <laughs> Have a little horn. No. <laughs> It's been a long day, um, but it, it, can we put the commode there so when they stand up, they just simply have to turn and sit down on the yeah. potty. That's a little hard for some people to mentally use because if you're sitting in the bat, um, in the living room next to your recliner, you don't necessarily want to feel like you should just go to the bathroom there. Right. But man, is there a fall risk issue? Is what's going on? And yeah. so these are sometimes where pride just has to get out of the way and let's figure out how we're going to do this. Yeah. And, and, and be smart about it. Well, and the other thing that you can run into is incontinence and Alzheimer's. Yeah. And that's basically um, a lot of times people in the later stages, it's it's not basically the reason that they have this urinary incontinence is because they don't realize they have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So um, basically they'll, they'll forget to go or they might have trouble finding the, the toilet, mm-hmm. you know, so lots of things like that can mm-hmm. add to yeah the confusion yeah I just talked to a family member yesterday it's a potential new client of Mm -hmm. ours and um, they just want dad to get out once or twice a week during the summer Mm -hmm. to be able to go have coffee just get uh, he he lives at the vet's home so he's got a beautiful place to be Mm -hmm. but they still want him to have a little bit more socialization away from his regular routine Um, and she was like it's got to be somebody you know I'd prefer a male because if you're at the store and he has to go to the bathroom easier to take that person in to the bathroom and then she said and then guess what I just take a new outfit just take pants take new trousers take new panties take new socks because there's been times that we've been out and even his shoes got filled sure you know what don't make it a big deal just yep, just clean take up and them, move clean on. up, and then move mm-hmm. on. But the biggest thing is pride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, yeah. you just really have to watch those people. And and she was so frank about it, and just so this is what we have to do now. Mm-hmm. And she was so okay with it. I was just like, oh, he is so lucky to have you because yes. you're so sweet to him. Well, and I do think that um, people view it differently. I mean, some people yeah. just understand that hey, I'm getting older, and this is something that I don't have control of, and. I'm just going to make the best of what I can with what I have. And then <laughs> some people are very embarrassed and yeah. um, more self-conscious. And that would probably be me. Yeah. Um, but you just got to make the best of it. Yeah. I'm way more out there, but I'm not just going to walk around wet all the time. <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, yes. No. Uh, no, please don't. Right. Thank you. <laughs> um, so basically there are things that you can do to help. Um, basically, bladder control training. So doing pelvic muscle exercises. Um, this is so funny. So the Kegel machine, Kegel exercise, whatever. Uh, my mom was telling me the other day that my grandma had been, um, given that or something. So she's supposed to start using it. And it happened to be out in the kitchen when the repair guys came and my aunt was there and my aunt is the sweetest, sweetest, sweetest thing she's a nurse and she works in the NICU and but she was so embarrassed by grandma's kegel thing and the handyman maybe possibly seeing it and my mom and grandma are like who gives a darn like who gives a rip 
but it's just funny. I mean, we're all oh, different in the way yeah. that we respond to that. Yeah. But anyway, yes. So you can do those exercises. Um, so what does it say? Urgency suppression helps control strong urges to urinate so you can make it to the toilet on time. And also timed voiding mm-hmm. is used to help control your bladder through scheduling time to urinate. For example, you can set a plan to urinate every hour as time goes on, slowly extend that. And that's kind of what you were talking about earlier. Right. So look how smart you are. Ah, every once in a while <laughs> I have a moment. Yes. <laughs> uh, medical treatments. There are medications that come in pill, liquid, or patch that can be prescribed to help with bladder control problems. However, some of these medications for overactive bladder have been associated with a uh, higher risk of cognitive decline in over age 65 so you've got to make sure that it's something that you should be taking sure so only talk to your doctor about that there are um, estrogen creams that you can put in places that are supposed to help uh bulking agents who knew i didn't know this one um and it's to use to help close the bladdering opening um they inject a bulking gel or paste that thickens the area down below uh, that reduces the stress incontinence, but it may need to be repeated. I would think that being one of last resort, in my opinion. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to try everything else first. Botox for your bottom area. That's basically what it is, huh? I would think something <laughs> like that. <laughs> okay, medical devices can also be used. Um, that would be things like a catheter, maybe, that would drain the urine from your bladder. Mm-hmm. Um Biofeedback uses sensors to make you aware of signals from your body, and that might help you regain control over the muscles in your bladder. Okay. Um, Electrical nerve stimulation sends mild electric currents to the nerves around the bladder to help control urination and your bladder's reflexes. All of these sound terrible. I'm sorry. I know it. And then surgery. Um, Sometimes that can improve or cure incontinence if it's caused by a change in the position of the bladder or some type of a blockage. Mm. Um, Like, yeah. I don't know. This is this is rough. This is really dressed. As I'm great. thinking of, I'm just like, please, Lord, please, Lord, don't let me ever lose my bladder. Yes. Amen. Please. Okay. Behavioral and lifestyle changes. Uh, changing your lifestyle with um, will help with some bladder problems like losing weight. Uh, quit smoking, say no to alcohol, choosing water instead of other drinks. And like me, or when I should be, limiting drinks before bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, preventing constipation and avoiding lifting heavy objects may also help with incontinence. Um, Even after treatment, some people still leak the urine from time to time. But um, that's when you have your pad, you have your briefs, your underwear, uh, furniture pads. We use chucks a Mm -hmm. lot. Um, And urine urine deodorizing pills. Deodorizing? Deodorizing. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So the other thing, Inga, is um, when people are in bed, you know, we have to think about saving the mattress mm-hmm. because beds nowadays are so expensive, right? <laughs> yes. And so um, I remember way back when um, they used to make the plastic sheets, they probably still do, of course, mm-hmm. that um, every time you moved, you felt oh, like yeah. you were in the mattress protector. Yes, yes, yes. It's, and so those are awfully noisy, but, um, you, you can put down chucks, you know, mm-hmm. uh, when we, um, talk to people that have a real problem with incontinence at night, we actually tell people double up on the underpants. Mm-hmm. Let's get two of those bad boys on there because they can hold a lot, Yes, but they also come in so many sizes. You can't just it's assume every shape, every size, every fastener, every, you can step into them. You can Velcro in. You can <laughs> pin. Yes. Oh. It's just uh, amazing, the yeah. options. Yeah, it, it's and it, just amazing. We've had 
we've had so many different people that, ha- you know, prefer different types. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. And when you like one, you like one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't like to go yeah, differently. No. no, and that's why I think a lot of people have stockpiles of the particular style <laughs> that they like. <laughs> and so then when someone passes away, yeah, we are always gifted with that. And it's been great because we've been able to help a lot of people. How often? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that when we first meet them, they don't know. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So we're like, here, try, try these. This. Yep. And that saves a lot of money because yep. everything is expensive. Yeah. It just all adds up. Yep. So basically, when do we need to see a healthcare provider? So basically, um, when you have signs of bladder problems, uh, needing to urinate more frequently or suddenly, um, cloudy urine, blood in the urine, pain while urinating, urinating eight or more times in one day, um, and just um, starting trouble to have a weak stream. I mean, look at all of the things you have to think about. Who knew? I know. Yeah, I know. I'll, although I'm thinking, do I need to be seen? I'm not. Ha- I'm not having any of these issues. But <laughs> this could be. This could be. No. <laughs> I know. I know. Do this not is go like on WebMD. WebMD, <laughs> because you, you just can't overthink it. You just yeah. have to say, oh, am, you know, am I noticing things in yeah. myself, in my, in my parent, um, you know, all of those things Or wow, could this be a, a problem? Right. And how are we going to work around it? You can use the internet to get tips on talking to your doctor mm-hmm. and uh, talking to the patient about sensitive subjects because it is very personal, yeah. very uncomfortable um, so I, I do recommend kind of having a game plan when you decide that you're going to have this conversation and start talking about yeah, it. If yeah. you're having to bring it up to the, to the person that's having the right. issue. <clears throat> yep. So some tips to keep your bladder healthy, uh, you know, use the bathroom often and when needed, don't hold it because that causes urinary tract infections. Mm-hmm. And as we know, a UTI in our elderly can really bad, cause bad problems that turns into cognitive issues. Uh, a normally very sweet person that gets a UTI can just all of a sudden turn into somebody that's just so cranky and upset and it doesn't hurt, does you know, whatever. Oh. And, and those are because of bladder issues. Sure. You want to be in a relaxed position when you're going to the bathroom. So seriously, just take a load off, relax. <laughs> Uh, take enough time to fully <laughs> empty the bladder when urinating. Bailey's tip. Yep. Wipe from front to back <laughs> after using the toilet. Um, do pelvic floor muscle exercises. Wear cotton underwear and loose fitting clothing. Mm-hmm. Exercise regularly. Dang it. I knew they were going to get me with that <laughs> they one. They bring that up every, every dang, dang time. time. <laughs> uh, keep a healthy weight. Mm-hmm. Watch what you eat. Oh, they do that too. I know. Even with your uh, bladder, watch what you eat. <laughs> Yes. Wait a minute. Is it asparagus that, um, so <laughs> we've been having so much fun, Whoopsie. <clears throat> so much fun, apparently, <laughs> um, traveling, showing lambs and with the kiddos that are showing our lambs. And anyway, we had one, one girl with us a couple weekends ago and she was dying for asparagus. Oh, she's like, I just want asparagus. I'm like, 14-year-old just wants asparagus, <laughs> and we couldn't find any for her. It was unfortunate, but we did find her other vegetables. So anyway, I oh, digress. She's weird. She's awesome. Okay. Asparagus is pretty good. Ew. <laughs> uh, drink enough fluids, especially water. Yeah. Yeah. So I've d- I do this thing now. So I discovered the plastic cup with straw, ice. So now when I go to bed, it started out that I had one full cup like that, 
now I have two like that. And so by the time I get to morning, I've gone through like one and a half of them and probably gotten up to go to the bathroom three or four times. It's weird. It's like I only feel thirsty for water at bedtime or in the middle of the night. Oh, no. I know. So I, I'm, I get up quite frequently. It's oh. not great. I don't, I don't recommend it. <laughs> it's not ideal. <laughs> uh, limit alcohol and caffeine. We've heard that before. Avoid the constipation. <laughs> I prefer to avoid it. <laughs> I don't know who wouldn't want to avoid it. <laughs> Quit smoking if you can. And know your medications. Some medications um, may make it more likely that your bladder can leak urine. Yeah. Um, and that medications that calm your nerves so you can sleep or relax may dull the nerves to the bladder. Oh. oh. Huh. Makes sense, I guess. Wow. Yep. And you may not feel that urge to go to the bathroom. So anyway, there's so many different bladder problems. And um, the biggest thing is to get out there. One of the things that I found while I was doing research on this topic is there's actually a National Association for Continence. Really? It's such a big problem that they just made it a big old thing. Hello. (laughs) Have you gone to the bathroom lately? Are you having problems? (laughs) Too many times. Press one. Oh, good grief. Yeah, well, it's good though. It's good to have resources. Well, obviously, lots of people have problems, so it's a good to have a place to call yes. and be able to be able to talk, be able to be able to talk <laughs> about it to people that know what they're talking about, which is only half the time us. <laughs> it's <a> half. <laughs> so, if you hung in there, first of all, congratulations because this was quite a topic. But anyway, um. Yeah, Julie actually has, you have a, you have a Bill Wood, Grandpa Bill Wood. Grandpa Bill. Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah, I've been asking my grandma over and over, okay, what were some of the things you've said throughout your whole life? And we actually had a, a, a podcast on those things and she called me and said, I thought of one. And so anyway, she was just telling me a story about one time, uh, Grandpa Bill and a neighbor were taking some cows to the auction and after they got into the auction, they're like, well, let's go have a beer. You know, <laughs> yay, we got a big project done. So they went to the Elks. And at the Elks, they walked in, and the guy looked at him, and he said, I, I'm not going to serve you. You've got poop on your boots. And my grandpa looks at him and goes, buddy, maybe shit to you, but it's bread and butter to me. <laughs> <laughs> they never did get served. He left, um, canceled his uh, membership, and never went back there again because he was so mad at him. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, good for you, Bill Wood. It is bread and butter to Bill Wood. Uh, Yeah. And I can appreciate that. Right? Oh, oh my goodness. (laughs) Well, if you guys have um, grandma sayings, grandpa sayings, anything that you would like to share with us, please get those emailed to thecaregivenpodcast at gmail.com. Go and subscribe. You can do that on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, um, leave us a review. We're trying to get more going with our Apaga Care and Share Facebook group. So we're getting, Julie's actually been pretty good about posting on there pretty regularly. So please go and join that. And um, we would just love to hear from you. Yeah, I share all kinds of weird stuff on there about myself. So I'm expecting other people <laughs> will feel comfortable doing the same. And if you um, are uncomfortable, I comfortable by the topic of incontinence but you have something that you would like us to talk about please feel free to share that with us the caregiving podcast at gmail.com yes peace out girl scouts have a good day the caregiven name is a registered trademark of the veritrust health incorporated company epaga is not connected to affiliated with or endorsed by veritrust or any of its affiliates 